To hear secrets, secrets about life, love, hidden mysteries, spirituality, frequency, energy healing, science, alternative health, money and abundance, and much. Much more secrets that most others don't know, but are now here, being revealed to you. Listen carefully and be open to learning the secret to everything. The views expressed on the secret to everything are not necessarily those of the host, co-host, or our guests. All medical information discussed is for informational purposes only and not intended to diagnose or prescribe for any disease or condition. Please contact your medical doctor or qualified health practitioner if you have any further questions. By listening to this show, you have agreed to the terms and conditions outlined at drkimberlymcgeorge.com. And can you see? Can you hear? Can you feel something stirring from within? Distant drums sounding out. The gathering moment of this, there is no question. And I want to dance and sing. I want to spread my wings Oh, I want to fly I want to find The secret to everything Oh, I want to shed my skin I want to drink from the eternal spring Oh, I want to ride To sink or die The secret to everything Cause ancient fires are being led tonight all across these lands guiding and giving us new sight and I can see and I can hear oh I can feel something stirring in me, and I want to dance and sing, oh, I want to spread my wings, oh, I want to fly, and I want to find the secret to everything, oh, I want to shed my skin, I want to drink from the eternal spring, oh, I want Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. always to the secret to everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. And I am so excited today as always to be with you. Thank you so much for listening. And we have a very interesting guest coming up, Stephen D. Kelly. Some of you may know of him and some of you may not. I certainly 
I did not know about the subject that he is going to be discussing, which is really shocking for me because I know about a lot of things, as you guys know, but I'm, I'm also always open to learning. So I think this is a very relevant and important conversation that we're in for. But as you guys know, I like to rant a little bit sometimes before we get to our amazing guests. And one thing I've been kind of disturbed about is the viciousness of the attack of those on social media when we express an opinion on one side or another and then they come against us. And I just have to share with you, I have never had my life threatened on social media, but on YouTube the other day by the same person, I had my life threatened twice. Like this person was praying in the comments on YouTube to bring down the wrath of God and destroy me so my blood ran in the streets. I'm like, oh wow, you know you hit a nerve when somebody is doing that to you. And so what was I doing? What was I doing that was so horrific that deserved basically a not too subtle death threat? Well, I was commenting on a false flag video, and I'm sure if you listen to the X-Zone, you know what a false flag is. But all I did was make one innocent little comment on a false flag video, agreeing, I think, with the person who did the video, uh, and I got a death threat. All that to say, you guys, man, the blood is boiling in America this week, in the last couple weeks, and there's so much fear and there's so much rage, and it's absolutely just a little bit crazy. I hope, I really hope you're not partaking of that. The other thing that just kind of blows my mind is all the hubbub over Meryl Streep and all the celebrities and whether they were going to be at the uh, inauguration and whether they weren't and why they refused. And I just have to say for the record, who cares? I don't know why you guys care. You have to understand something about celebrities. They are abusers usually, and they are the abused. They are puppets. They are mouthpieces. They aren't even allowed to share their real opinion. And when they do, like Mr. our friend Mr. West, what happens? Well, they may be allowed off the leash a little bit, and they can cover it up and say, oh, yeah, he's having a bad day, or he drank a little too much last night. But eventually, what, what happens? They get yanked out hot off to a hospital. I wish you could see my hand because I'm like putting that in air quotes here and declared mentally insane. And then they do a nice, I call it a rehabilitation program in a negative sense. And they come back and they're very well behaved. Speaking of Kanye West, I happened to listen to a bunch of interviews he actually did before his um, main breakdown. It was really super fascinating. I encourage you to kind of dig those up on YouTube or, or Google that because really some great information. A lot of celebrities won't come out um, like the brave Mr. Kelly is and talk about what's really going on beneath the surface of this planet. But Kanye actually came out and shared quite a bit of disclosure and facts. That is absolute truth on a number of television shows and a number of radio shows before his famous or infamous concert where he was pulled out. So I just found that really interesting when I was watching uh, some of the previous interviews that he'd done, how much he had shared and how much was truth. And so occasionally, I know it goes opposite of what I just said, but occasionally celebrities do for whatever reason, um, you know, maybe a break in programming or maybe their own conviction or they're just tired of being, a, you know, what they have to be to get what they have, but uh, they will come out and speak truth. Another interesting thing that's going on is the whole Leah Remini thing. There's a lot online, a lot of buzz on social media, especially Twitter, it seems, about the Scientology expose. I've just got to say, I'm so baffled by that. I'd love for you guys to write me and share your opinion, what you think about that. Because partial disclosure, when you're hiding the worst of it, is not disclosure. Like, what's the point? So, you know, these celebrities come out and they're like, do all these good charity works and they raise all this money and they come out and they come against, you know, these evil organizations. But yet it's really baffling to me Um 
I know a lot of people that happen to know her and they know what she still participates in and what she has participated in. And if you're going to disclose, disclose what really needs to be disclosed. And that's why I'm so thrilled we have our guest today, Mr. Stephen Kelly, and I'll be introducing him in a bit. But I just encourage you guys not to buy into the fear, not to buy into the election fear, not to buy into the year 2017 fear. Please do not contribute your energy to fear. Please contribute your energy to education and to peace, true peace, and to action, as we will discuss today. So we'll be right back on The Secret to Everything with Stephen D. Kelly and Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. found the secret to everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and I would like to welcome Stephen D. Kelly to the show today. And Stephen was born and raised in Southern California and I'm so impressed because he he is the man when it comes to precision electro-optics and he has a lot to do with the progression and the use of the laser. He rose from an optics manufacturing technician to the manager of quality control, much experience in engineering and production control. He was continually advancing state-of-the-art of semiconductors, military systems, and massive optics. After leaving to start his own company, he became involved with the CIA working in support of Iraq versus Iran. And he even received a contract to build solid-state lasers, what would turn out to be an NSA operation run by Ali North. It was a result of this experience that Stephen awakened and began the process of researching the truth and getting on the path to enlightenment. He is the author of the book, City Under the Plains, available now on Amazon. Welcome to The Secret to Everything, Stephen. Hi. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. There's so much to talk about. Um, and I didn't know if you wanted to respond to anything. I, I usually rant about a couple of things that are bothering me at the beginning of the show. We can talk about that. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I, yeah. Let's let's go. Let's just dive into this stuff. Um, you have a first question or something you want to say? Yeah. Well, you know what's really funny? I'd like you to talk to listeners. You are leading a movement called Occupy the Getty, and I have to tell you, for everything that I've known about, I didn't even know until I ran across your material in your book. Uh, anything about the Getty. So I'm not sure all the listeners even know what that is or how you came to leading this movement and being so, you're super passionate about it. So if you just mm. kind of take us through that whole story of how that happened, what is it, how we can get involved, and we'll kind of see what progresses. Okay. Well, let me just say that um, in this uh, this this NSA thing, it was turned into a <clears throat> had a big wake up, had a, had everyone, we all had this big wake up moment. And this was, mine happened, uh, you know, when I was working with the NSA guys and I realized that the good guys weren't so good and the bad guys weren't so bad. And I had to go back and reevaluate everything. Anyway, I found out about this, uh, the dual polarity nature. I realized that the country and the world, most of the world was being run by a combination of Nazis and Zionists. And they actually worked side by side, which was really hard to understand, but they, mostly work out of these bunkers, these underground bunkers. And we hear about continuity of government. We know there's Area 51. We know there's Dulce. We hear about all these different bunkers. But there's there's hundreds of these things scattered across the United States. They're building them in different countries and what have you. Half the gross national product for the United States has been going into building these things for the last 50, 60 years. Uh, they have technology down there that's incredible. And they have uh, most of the wealth of the world that's been stolen is down there, too. The idea is that they plan on going down there and basically letting us kill each other off and letting the surface turn into uh, wilderness, and then they'll they'll be the ultimate conservationists living in their little castles underground. And, of course, we all know about Agenda 21 and trying to kill everybody off, but this is all part of it. Well, it turns out that uh, 
and I've been saying this for years and years, is that they they don't they don't clean their own toilets down there. They have slaves, and they're they're certainly decadent. They have sex slaves, and they don't just have any sex slaves. They have child sex slaves and everything you could imagine, every perversity you could imagine. And the bottom line is that these people are all satanic, and that there's there's actually alien activity, there's demonic activity, there's all sorts of. It's not just humans. It's uh, it's hell on earth if you can imagine. And, of course, with the Pizzagate and WikiLeaks, we're finding out now that uh, this is real. And, of course, I came out saying this a little over five years ago, and I tried to tell people about it. And thanks to Julian Assange and, and John Podesta and those guys, everybody knows the truth. And the bottom line is is that they were so certain that they would uh, get away with this that they became arrogant and they became very sloppy. And they just assumed that Hillary would win. Everybody, everybody just assumed Hillary would win. And they made no effort to hide their activities. And, and uh, thanks to, again, to people, courageous people like the late Seth Rich that took those uh, information, those emails, and gave it to Julian Assange, the same ones that everybody is calling a Russian hack. Uh, most of the public now knows that this... Uh, you know, capturing children and using them for sex slaves is real. And if we go back to Ted Gunderson, the late uh, FBI head, you know, former head of uh, regional head of the FBI, he said that the CIA had vans and teams that they called the the, the gatherers that would go out and, and kidnap children and what have you and take them into these, these places. What we're finding out is that uh, this is not just using them for sex slaves. This is actually a very strong part of the entire system, which is based on Satan worship and this concept of collecting human energy, which the aliens refer to as louche. And this is all very far-fetched, but what I learned through my association with these people is that the uh, Getty Center, which is just a big museum built by J. Paul Getty out here in Southern California, it's in the uh, top of Santa Monica Mountain, just... Uh, a little bit west of the 405 freeway between the valley and Los Angeles. And it is a $6 billion structure that was built to house the J. Paul Getty Foundation art. And the reality is it's no more than a very, very fancy fortress to protect the entrance to the bunker down below. And the bunker down below is a city, and we've used remote viewing to basically go through it and tech, uh, just see what's going on down there. And because of that, they freaked out. And we're finding out that uh, a major portion of what these people do is involving psychic activity and remote viewing and and uh, use the use of alien technology and all this sort of thing. And they look upon us as as something around like intelligent animals, if you will, or less than intelligent, not very intelligent humans. But we're uh, and the main reason for that is because most surface humans are busy watching TV and drinking beer, and they don't really pursue their psychic skills. They don't believe in aliens. They don't believe in any of this stuff. They're they're very closed-minded, and you have to have a very open mind to even begin to progress this stuff. I know you digest it. You mentioned disclosure. There'll never be disclosure as long as people are self-centered and uh, have closed minds, because the secret to disclosure is going to be uh, very, very high levels of spirituality. And I'll tell you one thing, even in combating these dark forces that we're dealing with at the Getty, the only way you can combat these guys is with compassion and forgiveness. Because if you go in there with, with hate, all you're doing is feeding them with this negative emotion, which makes them strong. <laughs> How's that for a quick spiel? Um, I have so many questions. I don't even know where to begin. And, and I'm familiar and comfortable with this stuff, but you even dropped some information that I wasn't aware of, which is just absolutely fascinating. So I remember in reading your book, you actually had your own turning point where you went from kind of this attitude of let's combat them kind of, you know, not necessarily violence against violence, but kind of that intensity against their intensity, you know, and then you actually flipped into what you're kind of saying now, which, and I know, and I have friends that have shared with me that some of the alien species actually, and actually all of Satanism, um, obviously it feeds off of fear. It runs on fear, um, even down there and, and up here and, um, everywhere, I assume interdimensionally. I mean, that's the point. So, I think that's super, super, actually just honest spirituality when you're saying, you know, number one, we don't go into fear. We don't come from fear. And basically you're saying we come from 528. We come from love. And, um, and well, but we still take me, uh, action. But we still take action because you're definitely hey, I, advocating action. 
I was I would definitely say that I was from the dark side per se, and I was being groomed for that, and uh, and I was very very okay. heavy heavy weapons. Okay, that was my thing. I was I was I invented weapons for the military and for the for CIA and stuff like that. That was what I did. I, and when I was being recruited by these cavers, as I call them. Uh, one of the things they tried to do is say, well, we need to fight the aliens. Uh, we're not Democrats, we're not Republicans, we're, you know, we're not Jews, we're not Nazis, we're humans, and we're Earth humans, and we need to defend the Earth. So I said, okay, okay, I'll, I'll join the team, I'll, I'll help you fight the aliens. And then I realized, well, no laser, no, no whatever bullet was going to do it, and it was psychic was the only thing that was going to work. So that's when I went from technology into that. I was a big, you know, laser researcher person. And uh, and I became I you know I had some psychic skills anyway, but I went into that. I started joining groups and learning everything I could about the uh, you know the love and light community. Join I dove into the love and light community basically, and I I learned real quick because I was doing that. I was trying to develop my psychic skills for the purposes of doing battle against these guys, and that's what they were expecting. And then I I found out real quick that there it was more noble to serve the victim than it was to fight the oppressor, and that's where that came in. So so I. And, and But before that, there was a time when I was being recruited by them, and I had to choose. It was be one of the masses or be one of them. And and I chose to—I to, I felt that it wasn't fair to basically—everyone uh, else was expendable. That's the, that's the idea. You know, that's the, I didn't think that was right. I didn't think they have the right to make these decisions, so I chose to uh, defend the, the surface dwellers, if you will. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you become an advocate uh, in taking action for the victim or in defense of the victim. Would you agree with the statement that I said about celebrities? And I'm using celebrities loosely. You can throw politicians and whatever you know you want in there, uh, singers. Uh, do you do you believe that they're both a victim and the victimized? Because a lot of the stories I hear, you know, they do victimize a lot of people, energies, entities, underground, but yet they're also just what? In a way, they are, I think, one of the masses at the same time. I can, I can, I can, uh, illustrate that for you really good. It it works in a couple different ways. First of all, they make it really, really, uh, attractive. Okay. And, and yes, if they start out with children, that's one thing. They abuse the children. Um, they get them hooked on drugs. They do all sorts of things. They're, obviously, they ply them with candy and what have you first, you know, euphemistically speaking, but metaphorically speaking. But they uh, uh, they make it attractive enough to where they choose this path, you know, because they, they like it enough. Um, but they also, I've seen with the victims, a lot of the victims have the Stockholm Syndrome. And I see that a lot in this community where someone says, yeah, I was my lab, I was this, I was that, but then I'm cool mm-hmm. because of that. And I'm like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, are you, you're either a victim or you're, you're a celebrity, which one is it? Mm-hmm. You know, choose, you know, because I've worked with people who are my lab and what have you, and they say, oh yeah, I've got a handler. And I says, well, do you want to fix that? And they go, well, the handler's my husband, so I'm kind of happy with it. I'm like, uh, well, okay, you know. So that's the thing. There's a lot of Stockholm syndrome going on, and that applies to just about everything. Uh, but the, as far as it goes with the ones that they collect, like under the Getty, because trust me, they harvest a lot of people for that Getty thing. And a lot of these people that they harvest are like young kids who are estranged from their families, who are already socially uh, cast out, and they want to be special, and they want to be loved, and they want to be in a group. It's kind of like a gang, and it's sort of like uh, a rave kind of thing if you know what the raves are like it's sort of that's how they yeah. get them yeah yeah it's like an it's an underground party literally okay and anyway they get them down there and then they get them on yeah that's how they do it they're they're lost they disappear they go they get them on drugs once they get them on the drugs they're down they're stuck and then out of every so many hundred of them they'll pick one or two that can resist all that stuff and then they'll promote them to the next level or the next level below and and that's like Harry Potter. It's like Hogwarts. This is how they find people that are gifted as they put them through this stuff. And then the ones that fail are basically used as uh, uh, cattle for loose production. Oh, my goodness, Stephen. We've opened so many doors. I just want to say before we go to commercial break that I work with people and uh, help with deprogramming and, and kind of some of the similar work to maybe what you do or what you're involved in or what some of the people you work with are involved in. And I have run into the same, I call it arrogance, uh, where 
you know, they're like, I want to be free. I want to be free. And they're like, but guess what? They told me I have the coolest abilities and I'm the best at this. And I was the best, you know, spy or I was the best this. And so there is this real interesting Stockholm resistance to uh, receiving help. It's absolutely fascinating. So on The Secret to Everything, we will be right back with Stephen D. Kelly. And we are talking about Occupy the Getty right here on The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. You are listening to High Frequency Radio, The Secret to Everything with Stephen D. Kelly, and we are talking about the Getty, occupying the Getty, aliens, underground cities, captive children, gifted people, spirituality, and so much more. I think uh, Mr. Kelly is the only person that talks and thinks about as fast as I do. So we are keeping up here, and I hope that you guys re-listen to this show and really let it sink in because I know this is a lot of information, and maybe you are very unfamiliar with it, but it's super important. And I guess that would be my next question. Why don't you tell us about what is the Occupy the Getty movement that you've began and tell us how it's going and kind of maybe some high marks of or victories you've had already and why should we care, to be honest? Okay, well, you know, gosh, these are all great questions. Um, first of all, again, I, I tried to expose these guys because I think this is the weak link in the whole house of cards. The entire New World Order is mm. is based on this because we talk about trying to change the world to fix everything, but as long as we're working on the surface, nothing happens because the people that control everything are down below, and they know this. They'll, they're more than happy to let us burn our own homes up on the surface as long as they're in their castles underground. And the thing about the Getty is that it's uh, it's not continuity of government. There's no reason for it to be there. So if we get an investigation, we should be able to get in there. And the thing is that these guys have alien stuff, so they know what's going to happen, and they've seen their demise. They've seen it in the future. They've actually I had a sit-down dinner with these people, and they, they actually questioned me about what my intentions were. So they know what's coming. They know it's happening, and it's actually happening right now. And the very fact that Hillary lost and, and the other guy got in there means that we now have an opportunity to actually make this happen. So I created Occupy the Getty mostly because of Lavoy Finicum. Uh, I'm tired of these people having these ridiculous protests out in the middle of nowhere, like the water thing going on, when they should be protesting over here uh. at the Getty. If I, if I can focus the light of truth and the camera of everything on this Getty, I can, people are going, why are you protesting the Getty? Because there's children being held there. What do you mean there's children being head, held there? Prove it. No, go down there, open the door, open the elevator, sh- you know, this is the Pandora's box. Now, like I said, <clears throat> most people are, are not that intelligent. I don't have the time to educate everybody and teach them all the secrets of the universe. But what I can do is point them at the right direction and say, open this door. And if they open the door and Pandora's box is open and and all of a sudden, yes, there's 100,000 sex slaves down there and there's all the secrets that have been hidden from us for hundreds and thousands of years are down there, including all the wealth that's been stolen from our world. 9,800% of all the gold that, that we own is down there. Also, all the Tesla technology, Atlantean technology, alien technology, the technology necessary to save our Earth from Fukushima is down there. And if I told people that we're going to save the Earth because of Fukushima and the secret is the Getty, they're not going to listen. But if I tell them there's 100,000 sex slaves that need to be rescued, suddenly people are going to pay attention. So people are like uh, sheep, if you will, and I have to treat them like sheep, and I have to say, listen, guys, this is what's important to you. Let's do it. And it doesn't matter who you are. You're going to care about those children, and and as people are very numb. We we have Clinton committing horrible, horrible crimes. We have these 9/11. We all know 9/11 was fake. All these false flags are fake, and nobody does anything. But suddenly, Pizzagate, even the in the lowest scummiest criminal, will not abide by by the molestation and murder of children. So we've got them, and this is their, you know, this is their Achilles heel. We finally got them. So all we have to do. And I've been threatening the FBI. I've been, I've been, every time I say something about the Getty, I post the Getty. I post the, I tag the Getty, I tag the FBI, I tag the DOJ, I tag all the media. That people know. The CIA knows. Everybody knows. And the Getty, of course, is a multi-billion dollar foundation. Anyone in the world other than me, if you were to say anything about the Getty, they're going to sue you. If they use one of their photographs, they're going to sue you. But, and yet I have their, their you know, I can run around all day and say that they're, uh, killing children underneath their museum 
and they won't say a word. And I've been doing this for five years. And so, in other words, the legal proof is on them. If I slander them, they have to prove it's not true. And there's, there's right now I'm putting so much energy into this. And by creating this Occupy the Getty movement and by connecting it to this Pizzagate thing, people are suddenly waking up and they're realizing that this pizza parlor is probably not the center of an international satanic pedophile ring, but this multi-billion dollar art building here just could be. And yes, it is. But the thing is, again, is if I can get them to open up that thing and I can get them to go down there, they'll see the whole damn thing because it connects all the way to the White House. And I've been telling people when I go on press TV or RT, I tell them it's like they can't have Donald Trump in the White House because once he goes into that bunker underneath there, he's going to be connected to all those other bunkers, going to see, see all that satanic stuff going on down there, and that's not going to fly. And that's why these guys are in a panic to start World War III because their little world is coming to an end. Now, as far as what we're doing to fix it, we've been doing remote viewing. We've been doing all sorts of ways of clearing it out. And one of the most things, important things that we can do from a psychic standpoint is we have to first put the idea into people's heads. The very fact that we have created the Occupy the Getty word and put it into people's heads, suddenly now their brains and their focus and their intentions are centered on that building, and that's the last thing they wanted. They have hundreds of people there working as psychics and remote viewers to try to put up a shield to keep people from even seeing that place and they were depending on it. And I'll tell you something else. This is not just humans working to eradicate this thing. There's light workers, everything, angels, you name it, all the way up the level to the to source that are trying to take this out. And and trust me, the barriers that they put up against intrusion are, do not just apply to humans. They also apply to fourth density, fifth density, sixth density, seventh density entities. This is some crazy business, and it took the cooperation of us silly Earth humans along with all the light workers and everybody else to make this happen, and that's actually going on right now. That's what we're doing right now, and we're doing a show today at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern with a CIA-trained remote viewer who's actually one of them, and we're, gonna, and we're going down there. And we are dismantling their loose production machinery. We are waking up the people that are under drugs and what have you. We're stirring things up. And let me tell you something. They are already starting to vacate the premises. The, uh, the elite people know that the jig is up because of the Occupy the Getty movement. And this is why the queen went into hiding. This is why the elites are starting to snoop around Antarctica. This is why they're having all this interest in uh, over there in New Zealand because they're looking for a new place to hide. They figured it was all good that they were going to go underground, and they've got Fukushima killing us all off. They thought, well, we'll just go underground, let everybody die of radiation, and, uh, and then when it's all done, we'll come up and we'll turn on our little gizmos and we'll get rid of the radiation. You know, I say, screw that. Let's go down there and get those gizmos and kill the radiation right now before it kills us. Yeah, there's so many... So many layers to this. Um, you know, I've been informed, and and I know you may not know this. I'm actually a remote viewer too, and I try not to go to these places because I That's have a, enough enough no, problems. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to join us. We're trying to get <laughs> we're trying to get as many remote viewers as we can to do this because it's like we need help. We need more people. It's funny when I was reading your when I was reading your book, I already felt myself going there, and I'm like, no. I'm not going there. <laughs> you can you don't you don't have to go there, but you have to help. send the energy. The same. Thing. I absolutely will, and, and I use technology, and I'm and I'm sure it's not necessarily even as as you know as intricate as the knowledge you have, but it is. I believe you know some of the most cutting edge technology that people are actively using for things like spiritual warfare and race the frequency on the planet and coming against things like that. But I'm actually going to after the show, I'm going to have my engineers create a program that's going to support all of you in this and and i will be running that just so you know that so um so i will contribute um, i may not wander around there but, um, well you know it's it's retroactive too so when they listen to the recording later on they can still be involved because you know how that scalar stuff is retroactive oh yeah absolutely uh and we could go into that whole time thing which is a whole nother show so what about all the connections because you and I both know about the trams and you and I know that there are uh, cities under every city, including small cities, which would blow some people's mind or small towns across the whole United States. So what about all these other pockets? You're saying this, Stephen, that this is the big mama. This is the head. Well, 
murders. It's not really the big ones. Not really the big one per se. Um, the really big one is it would be Denver probably. Denver's kind of the hub uh, okay. for this stuff. And a lot of these, like the Getty is sort of like a regional hub here on California because from the Getty, it it has a big connector that goes out to uh, Edwards Air Force Base. And then from Edwards, I think it goes to uh, Area 51. But from the Getty, it also goes out to Little uh, China Lake, different, different, uh, different bases. And there's also one that goes out to Catalina Island, which is 22 miles off the coast right there. And uh, apparently that's where they have their little sub pen and they have a, a UFO base there too, apparently. They, a lot of underwater stuff. One of the biggest ones, of course, is in Australia. They got the Pine Gap. That one's right. like five, five times deeper than, than these things, most of them. And it's really big, you know, and it has a... Uh, a sub connection that goes all the way. It's in the center of Australia, if you can imagine that, how big that is. And then, wow. but it has it has a wet connection all the way out to the ocean for submarines. Ah, wow. Okay. That's yeah. something. It's it has a, a tunnel that goes a wet tunnel that goes all the way out to the coast by over there by Indonesia, out towards Indonesia. So crazy. <laughs> It, 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 the whole thing is just absolutely mind-blowing. I mean, including the fact, and I think you mentioned this, I don't think I'm making this up, that you said this, including the fact that you're suggesting or you're stating, clear clear out, that children or humans or whatever are basically being drained of their life force, bodily fluids, whatever they're doing, and fed to the aliens. Did you say that or did I imagine that? Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's almost like champagne. We make the best. They bottle this stuff up and ship it everywhere, to, you know, to be honest with you. It's crazy. It's a factory. Seriously, human. We have the. We make the best loose. Human. The Earth human loose is the best, and it goes all. They. It's like. It's like uh, Dom Perignon. It's. They ship this thing stuff everywhere. Doesn't it sometimes blow your mind, Stephen? I mean, I guess I'm too entrenched in all this stuff, as are you by now. But doesn't it blow your mind that that people are kind of, you know, all excited about the Super Bowl and drinking their beer and going to their factory jobs? And I'm not criticizing that. You guys don't write me because they will write me. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that intrinsically. But, but um, you know, it I kind of blows. <laughs> Go ahead. You can say I'll it. say it. I'll say it. There is. Okay, that's bread and circus. Obviously, it's designed just just having a TV on in the room screws with your brain. The modulations of the light, the sound patterns, even the lack of musical tones is designed to destroy your empathy and turn you into zombie. It's crazy. And then, you know, I'll tell you, this is the secret of the universe right here. Service to others versus service to self. Some people refer to it as selfish versus being non-selfish. But that's the secret to everything. If you become over 50% service to others, you actually change your frequency, which is a word people like to use, I don't use, but because people like it, I'll use it. Uh, you modify your aura, and you're, you actually give out gravity as opposed to taking in gravity. And, and when you're service to self, you're, an energy, you're a gravity eater, basically. That's what the loosh is. It's gravity. You know, it's, and, and the best way to understand the nature of God, too, is think of gravity. And gravity isn't a force. It's actually information, Okay. It's information that tells mass what to do. We think of it, gravity is a force that tells mass what to do. No, it, what the, the action of telling it what to do is actually the information. So people need to understand the difference with energy. As you know, energy is energy and information are two different things. They work side by side, but they're uh, they go in different directions, opposing to you know right. One energy goes one way, information goes the other way, and vice versa. But anyway, that's uh, that. I see, got myself on a tangent. But bottom line is, if you if you do the service to self thing, if you become a Gandhi, if you become a Jesus, you strive to do this, a Buddha, you actually become impervious to these negative influences and these negative radiations. I mean, it'll actually protect you from Fukushima radiation, and it will actually re-energize your body. Uh, once you have your chi flowing through your body. And you're serving, you know, serving others. You actually regenerate your cells. Okay, Stephen, we got to go to break and we'll be right back with more on The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. 
been listening to The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. And today I have with me the amazing and wonderful Stephen D. Kelly. And we are talking about Occupy the Getty and so much more. I know that if you drop that into a search engine that you will find a lot of information in previous uh, lectures and talks and radio shows and all sorts of further information for more details because we can only fit in so much during this hour. But Stephen... You've given us so much great information, and I can just kind of feel the energy of people uh, sitting there in kind of a little bit of like PTSD shock, and maybe even they're going to be like, okay, I'm done with that show, you know, onto onto the next thing, onto the shopping mall, you know how it is. You know, let's say for the people that, that maybe woke up, maybe the show woke them up, or maybe are sensitive or already awakened, what can we actually do? What's the next step for someone that this is the first time they're hearing that aliens are real, that they're hearing that there's underground cities, that they're hearing that, um, I think you said the CIA takes children. I mean, you said a lot of stuff and some people are probably like, what? Like, what's our next step? All right. Okay. The first thing is to have no fear. All right. This is all about, uh, you have to make some choices. Do you want to be a Jedi or do you want to be a Sith? Okay. You know, we're trying to get Jedis to, to, you know, fix everything, clean it up. So if you want to be a Jedi, you got to serve others. You got to be a little more like a monk. And people think, well, you know, I'm enjoying this stuff. i got to serve myself first. Well, the more you serve others, the more the universe is going to give you. It's just the way it is. Uh, it is a tough choice, but you got to want to do it. you got to ask for it. You want to ask for protection is when you do it. You say, you know, I'm ready to do this. You know, it's like, it's like praying. Everything is like praying. Um, it's, a, it's all setting intentions, as you know. So if you want to do this, you got to ask for ask to do it, say thank you. It's always about saying thank you when you're asking for intentions. You have to act like you've got it. You don't ask, you don't want things. You just assume that you have it. But again, main thing is to have no fear and and expect that people are going to resist. And when you, when you do wake up and you want to share knowledge with people, they're going to, there's going to be resistance in your, and don't let that be discouraging. Move on to the next person. There's not a lot of time left, but through information comes strength. When you give information to somebody, you will receive energy, and it's going to make you stronger, and it will allow you to help others. And when you help others, the best way to become a Jedi and get psychic powers is through service to others, meditation, and uh, sex is good too, but uh, <clears throat> but service to others is number one. You know, Well, you know, Tantra, that's what Tantra is. Come on, the Buddhists, sure. that's sure. what they do. But uh, you know, the reason why they do that, of course, is because you want to have a equal amounts of male and female energy. Obviously, it's very difficult. That's why we have partners. But the whole idea is to keep the energy flowing. Anger will stop the energy from flowing. Fear, any of these negative things will stop the energy from from, from flowing, the chi flowing, flowing through your body. <clears throat> so you need to build up your aura. <clears throat> so teach everybody everything you can. Learn everything you can. Learn, and, and we're all teachers and we're all students, Right. And uh, as far as uh, defeating the evil, basically, we're, we're all, we have to have uh, unlimited uh, love. And um, what is that? You know what I'm saying. Uh, unconditional love. Yes. We all have to learn unconditional love. And we have to look at our enemies without hate because we're all the same human. And, as soon as, and that's one of the first steps. I look at these guys that are these pedophiles. Even the pedophiles, I have to look at them as, as children, my own children, and I have to forgive them. As hard as that is, as much as I want to kill them and hang them, I can't. I have to treat. I have to offer them amnesty and forgiveness. Maybe they're going to go to a FEMA camp, but I'm still going to love them, just like they're my, my, my sons and daughters. Okay? And we all have to be like that, and that's the only way we're going to win, because they will not come out of these holes. They will not stop persecuting us unless they have no fear of us. So we're going to take charge. We're going to give them a timeout, but we have to love them like their parents and, and scold them and take charge. And this is, this is where our strength comes from, and this is what we're doing. And all of you, all you have to are listening, all you have to do is just have these loving thoughts and, and, and try not to give them hate because this makes them stronger. And those are probably some of the strongest things I can say. And just, you know, service to others is, is number one, really. That is the number one secret of the universe right there. And it's so opposite, obviously, what they, that they are pushing, you know, I think 
honestly, consumerism is and greed and the monetary things that even a lot of the love and light group, you know, when you drop in on social media, they're always like, you know, come take my class and, you know, take this coaching mm-hmm. class with me so you totally. can have Porsches and you can have mansions and you can have servants and you can travel the world. And it's a distraction, you know, be that anything else that it may be. I think it's a distraction from what I call the work, which is like the work you are doing, the work of, you know, standing in the gap and interceding basically for the entire planet, like you said, of humans. And while you were speaking, it brought up a question. What have we done, Stephen, to make them disregard us and consider us as cattle and and hate us so much? What is it about the human race that even makes us the enemy? Well, you know, this is the thing. The Illuminati think that we've overpopulated the world, and because we do have um, reincarnation, and and the purpose of reincarnation is for souls to mature. And when you overpopulate, you actually have a lot of immature souls running around, and the souls that are mature don't like that because we all graduate at the same time. So this is why they want to really reduce the population of the world. So, you know, yeah, as much, you know, as much as I say that's not, you know, I don't, I don't think anyone has the right to tell everybody, anyone else to reproduce or not, but that's one of the problems here on the earth is that there's, there's too many people, so it's taking too long for us to uh, gra- um, mature. So again, educating everybody and bringing everyone up to speed, if I want to get off this boat and I want us as a human race to uh, graduate to the next level, you know, this density that we're on right now, we're on a third level of density, we're getting ready to transition into the fourth level. We all transition at the same time. So I have to, I have to, you know, pull up the ones that are lagging behind. And that's, that's where we're, we are right now. And information will, will increase exponentially. And we're seeing that happen right now with the, the, the waking up is the sparks. And so if I can be a spark in the tinderbox and the match that lights the fuse that turns into the raging fire, that's what we're trying to do. And that's what Occupy the Getty is because we can have this disclosure and we can wake everybody up, but we, we are going to have to force everybody to get spiritual and loving here real quick and, and drop the greed. That's the, sa- that's the only way we're going to save uh, have heaven on earth and paradise is if people will stop being greedy and hoarding their wealth and learn to sh- uh, serve others. I mean, if if the new measure of wealth is how much when someone wakes up in the morning and says what am i going to do today to serve other people and that's that's their motives what a wonderful place it would be nobody would want anything we'd all have everything and we'd celebrate the people that gave the most Ooh, that was so well said. Thank you so much for being our guest on The Secret to Everything, Stephen. And how could people get in touch with you or you share that you're going to be doing a program? Um, how would you suggest that they learn more? Well, they can, you know, my name's Stephen D. Kelly, S-T-E-V-E-N-D-K-E-L-L-E-Y. Just Google it. And of course, I have a radio network. It's Truth Cat Radio. And um, we have a few shows, but I'm really excited about the one that's on because we're going to be doing this live remote viewing. As far as I know, nobody's done live remote viewing of anything, especially this controversial on the air before. And we've done it. We're going on our fourth show. And I'll tell you something. I want to do some live remote viewing of Fukushima today and maybe do uh, because I think we can work on that. Wow. Yeah. I want to work on the problems because i see you know about radionics you know about signal yes. processing so we'll just yes. create an alternative wavefront and we'll, we'll visualize in the fourth density a machine to do this and it becomes reality right absolutely i love it i love it so much we want this is why we want people like you to help us because the more remote viewers and psychics we can get involved the stronger it is I'm on board. I am definitely. I definitely love that you guys are tackling, you know, it at the root and the big, big issues. So, check Mr. Kelly out. There's plenty of information on the internet and everywhere about him. But thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. And that was another edition of The Secret to Everything. I really encourage you guys to get involved and not just listen to these amazing speakers, but to take action. And Mr. Kelly suggested some of the most basic action is maybe start to reevaluate where your money goes, where your time goes. Maybe start to really talk to you about TV. And I often say to my own children, I say, what are you doing? They'll say, watching TV. And I'll say, you're watching programming. You're being programmed. Turn it off. Do something else. Go outside. 
outside, ride your bike, call a friend, go out to eat, do something, anything other than watch TV. So whether it's the smallest thing that you got out of the show to do or whether it's really large things and you guys want to pray or do your intentions or send love and light to these uh, areas of the countries or these people, that is where it's at. And if enough people get that movement going, then things will and are beginning to change. One way you can do that is becoming aware of where you're at in your own energy systems and you can go to the secret to everything.com we have changed our free gift we are now running your chakra systems and actually if you listen to the show back you'll hear steven talk a little bit about uh he didn't say the word but kundalini energy and the energy that flows through our systems and i know he doesn't like this but it's a term i use a lot which is raising your frequency you heard him refer to your energy aura i believe there's 12 or more layers and subtle layers of the aura and we can teach you we can help you if you'd like to awaken if you'd like to become more spiritual, if you've always thought that there is something more, something greater, something bigger, obviously causes like this are the more, but there's also more for you. There's more joy. There's more peace. There's more prosperity. And as Stephen said, as you become more spiritual, prosperity isn't millions of dollars, isn't a Bentley, isn't a $600,000 mansion. It is true heart-filled service to others. And if we can save children, if we can make a difference in poverty, if we can affect radiation, that is the stuff that's going to matter to your grandchildren, your children, and the people that you love and care about. So continue to listen to shows on the X-Zone and shows that Stephen does. He does his radio show. Continue to learn, continue to grow, to continue to open your mind. We try to provide you the information. It is absolutely 100% of the time always your decision what to do with it. Check out our programs on thesecretseverything.com. We've got a great intuition basic class coming up. You guys can learn how maybe to even become a remote viewer. Open up your third eye. Plug into your intuition. The world is possible. 2017 is an exciting year. Don't go out in fear. Go out in faith. Go out in power. We love you and we thank you so much for listening to The Secret to Everything. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 